Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey everyone, I'm Meg Teets and this is Sorta Awesome. Hello and welcome back, Awesomes. You are listening to the show that is all about helping you be smart, strong, and social. We are in your earbuds every single week with all of the awesome that you need to know. And you can also find us over on Instagram at Sorta Awesome Show or on Facebook in our Sorta Awesome Hangout group. This is episode 156 of Sorta Awesome. And I wanted to give you a little bump of a reminder that if you have not signed up for the Sorta Awesome newsletter, you should go ahead and do that now. Now, I know some of you may have signed up in the past and there were a long stretch of months where there were no new editions of the Sorta Awesome newsletter, but I have corrected that issue. And now we are sending out new editions of the Sorta Awesome newsletter every week. In the newsletter, you not only get a reminder about new episodes that have come out, you also get a collection of links that I have collected from all over the internet, and they are all designed to help you on your journey to becoming smarter, stronger, and more social. All of the links every week will build up those things in your life. And I also always include a couple of GIFs for a GIF party, not a peanut butter party, <laughs> but just a fun GIF or GIF, whatever you prefer. It's a party every week in the newsletter. So if you have not signed up for the Sorta Awesome newsletter, it's super simple to do it. You just go to sortaawesomeshow.com slash newsletter. There's a link right there. We'll get you signed up in just a few seconds and we'll get the newest additions to the newsletter out to you. So again, sortaawesomeshow.com slash newsletter. Okay, this is episode 156 of the show, you guys. We have made it through summer 2018 for my family anyway. I know some of you all are still smack dab in the middle of your summer break. Where we are, we are getting ready to go back to school. In fact, this week I thought it would be fun to really like focus in on the fact that at the beginning of a new school year, whether it's in August or September, whether you have kids or not, I think our brains and our lives are kind of oriented around the school calendar year. In fact, when Laura Tremaine was on the show last week talking about her search for her first big girl planner, she talked about how planner companies release a new sort of like school version of their planner around this time of year because so many people build their lives around the school calendar. So this week, we're going to be talking all about making New Year's resolutions, but we're going to put a little spin on it because it's like our new school year resolutions. I have here with me today one of my very favorite people on the whole planet who knows me better, oh, let's be honest, who knows me better than anybody on the planet. It's my sister, Emily. She's been on the show a number of times. Emily, welcome back to Sorta Awesome. Thank you. Now, your life obviously always revolves around the school year because you are a school teacher. Yes. 
Remind everybody how long you've been teaching and what you teach. So this will be my 16th year teaching. 16th year! 16 years. You're such a veteran. I'm a pro. <laughs> I should be a pro at this by now, right? I don't know yes. that I am. <laughs> you totally are. You completely <laughs> are. Yes. And remind everybody what you teach. I teach seventh and eighth grade art. That's right. Yes. That's where you spent most of your time is camped out in middle school teaching art. But you, in your past, you've taught everything literally from kindergarten to high school. Yes. I've taught all grades K through 12. This will be my 12th year teaching middle school. Awesome. Awesome. So yes. So Emily's year obviously revolves around the school calendar for sure. Since I have four kids, ours does too. But I hope that no matter where you are, whatever season in life you are, this could be kind of an inspiration for you as we're talking about what we hope to accomplish in the coming months in this school year. I hope all of us awesomes are kind of doing maybe like a mid-year check-in. I know we're a little bit past the halfway point of the year, but kind of like check in with ourselves. Am I accomplishing what I hope to in 2018? What am I looking forward to in 2019? And maybe we can kind of assemble these goals and ideas to make it happen in this school year. So we're going to get to all of that, all of that talk, all of the goal setting and the goal checking and all of those things in just a few minutes. But first, let's go ahead and start this show the way we always do with our awesomes of the week, that moment in the show where we share about the book's the TV, the movies, the podcasts, the products, whatever it is that is in our life that's making things just a little bit more awesome. Emily, I can't not wait. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody, I want to just make it super clear. It's like seven o'clock in the morning as we're recording this. So I have had two cups of coffee, but my English might not be up to par yet. Emily, what did you bring for Awesome of the Week this week? I can't wait to hear. All right. So I know I've talked to you a little bit about this. So I am in love with Morphe products. Okay, wait, Morphe. Morphe. So I learned about it from one of my friends who is also very much into makeup and beauty. Okay, so Morphe is a product line that has to do with makeup brushes. Is that right? Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Their website is morphebrushes.com. And you spell it? M-O-R-P-H-E. Okay. Awesome. Yes. So I am in love with my new 15-piece brush set. Dang. It has got... It has <laughs> 15 got, brushes. That is, that's next level I mean, makeup really. brush. I here. mean, yes. really. It's got several blush brushes. It's got okay. blenders. It's got eyeshadow brushes. It's got a push brush if you want to do eyeliner. It's, I mean, it is the whole package. Okay. You have been talking to me about this a little bit because as you know, for many years, and I'm, let's just be honest, I'm talking decades. I have been, I've mostly been in the camp of applying makeup with my fingers, my fingertips. Which is really atrocious. I mean, let's be honest. (laughs) Atrocious. It has caused you so much angst when we would be getting ready together. You'd be like, what is wrong with you? you Are you 13? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I would have a blush brush, but that would be about it. it. Absolutely. Everything else, my foundation, my concealer, my eyeshadow, everything else I would put on with my fingers. And you would just look at me like, why? Your hands were your tools. What are we doing right now? You are a grown (laughs) up adult. Why are you using your hands to put your makeup on? Oh my goodness. Well, I will tell you that when you first start out like 
doing your makeup, whether you're a teenager or, you know, there's a lot of your listeners just do natural. So, oh, yes, totally. A lot of women don't know, like, what brushes do I get? Where do I begin? And so, yes, you know, I did what a lot of women do. They start with the basics. Like they may get a brush set from, say, Target or Walmart. You know, for years, right. I've used Real Techniques brushes. Yes. And I think you use those too. And they're not, Yes, I would say they're probably middle grade. Okay. They're probably for like, I would say advanced beginner. Is that, mm-hmm. is that a thing? Oh, an advanced beginner. Yeah, an advanced like beginner yeah. in exploring makeup brushes. Okay. But I felt like I needed to kind of graduate from the real techniques. Yes. You know, I watch a lot of mm-hmm. makeup tutorials, especially eye makeup tutorials. Yes. And a lot of beauty gurus, people that I watch, they use like MAC brushes. Well, MAC brushes are really expensive. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. It makes sense. I mean, yes. MAC is definitely high-end right. cosmetics. Right. So, yeah. So, I'm not really ready to invest that much money into yeah. a brush set or, you know, whatever I need because I do need several Yes. To achieve the looks that I want. So, mm-hmm. you know, this 15-piece brush set that I got from Morphe is just amazing. Now, unfortunately, right now it is sold out. It's the 15-piece wooden handle set with the cheetah case. Mm. But Sexy. I, I do know that they do restock often. Okay. There are – If somebody just wanted to, like, look at, like, some single brushes, like, say you are ready to kind of move past the brushes you've been using, which, again – I can't emphasize enough. Those real techniques brushes right. are great. That's what I'm currently yes. using. You took me to Ulta last year on my 40th birthday, and you were like, we're picking out makeup brushes right now. And right. Yes, I did. You can get them at Walmart and Target, and but they're fine. But if you wanted to check out Morphe, especially like, let's just talk about some eyeshadow brushes that would be like, here's some good basic ones to start with if you feel like you're ready for big girl level of eye makeup application. Okay. So I think probably the biggest thing that people don't understand about eyeshadow is that really the key to effects is blending. Yes. Morphe has a ton of blenders in different shapes and sizes. Okay. You get the windshield wiper motion going on. Watch some YouTube videos. I'm telling you, you can't go wrong. You can't blend too much. I think that's probably key. I absolutely agree with that. I've talked about Stephanie Marie YouTube channel on here before. It was one of my awesomes of the week. I love her channel. She has great tips and also really focuses on like skincare and makeup for like our age group, which is really fun and very practical. And she is the one that taught me that windshield wiper blending technique. And it has changed my life. It's a really great technique. It has changed my life. I feel like now and I really go to put on a full face and put on full eye makeup. I'm like, oh my gosh, I have sent you pictures, like selfies and be like, look at my You have like really come a long way, baby. Well, I mean, I'm telling you, some good brushes make all the difference. That's true. Okay. It's very true. All right. So you're saying Morphe, M-O-R-P-H-E.com is a great place to go for brushes. Morphebrushes.com. We will go ahead and put a link in the show notes for this episode to the 15-piece set that Emily's talking about, even though it is out of stock. Like she said, maybe they'll get it back in stock and maybe you can put it on your wish list for upcoming gift event or whatever that you, holidays or birthday or whatever, and maybe it'll be back in stock by then. So, okay. Very awesome. My awesome of the week is a newsletter. Okay. I have mentioned newsletters a number of times on Sort of Awesome through the years because I love a good newsletter. I mean, I was just talking about the Sort of Awesome newsletter, but 
so many people, since the days that blogging kind of has changed and people are wanting to kind of still express some things that they might have expressed in a blog. Now, a lot of people are doing that in newsletter form, which I totally appreciate because I have to be honest, years ago when Google Reader went away is when I really became disconnected with blogs because I just simply forget to go and read them and read new posts. And newsletters are so handy because they come right to your email inbox. So I'm such a fan of newsletters. This new one is from somebody who might be familiar to a lot of you all. If you listened to the Around the Table podcast, which was a fun, fantastic girlfriend chat podcast for years that closed last year as the host went on to do other things, this newsletter is from one of the hosts of the former Around the Table podcast. Her name's JC Verdicchio. And she has a brand new newsletter that she's calling In a Word. And I love this, Emily, because she's done this like in a thematic way. She has an overarching theme. Okay. And the idea is she takes one word. So again, the name of the newsletter is In a Word. She takes one word and she builds out an entire like, I can't even say, it's like it's more than a blog post kind of thing. For each edition of the newsletter, she will write a personal essay that reflects back on, you know, something related to that one word. Oh, she includes, you know, pictures and like things like links to podcasts and book recommendations and little snippets of daily life all revolving around whatever word the theme is for that edition of the newsletter. Isn't that so smart? Oh, I love it. Love it. Last year, I took the Strengths Finder test that's kind of like personality, but it's like more looks at what your actual strengths are. There's like, I don't know, like 50 strengths and you take the test and it gives you back your top five strengths. Have we talked about this? Yes, I think you have mentioned it a little bit. Okay. Well, one of my strengths, one of my top five strengths is connectedness which is just the ability to kind of see connections in all things and really weave those connections together. And I think because of that, I love and appreciate this idea because she's drawing out a word, JC's drawing out a word and then like building all these connections. It's so creative. And JC's a really good writer too. So the little essays that come at the beginning are very well done. So anyway, we all have our newsletters that we love. I mean, you and I both subscribe to Laura Tremaine's secret posts, right. which are always chock full of information of and yes, and great writing and all of those things. I'm a longtime fan and reader of Two Bossy Dames newsletter. So I mean, there's lots of great ones out there, but I just want to put a spotlight on JC's new one because I think it's so creative and I love the concept that she's doing here. So again, it's the In a Word newsletter. I will put a link in the show notes to tell you how you can go and sign up for that one. And I do not think that you'll be disappointed. You know, it's so like, we talk about this all the time, but we live in this age of like, there's so much out there. You feel like you have to be tuned in all the time. You're going to miss something. And I so appreciate when people take the time to really curate and collect something and like do the hard work for right. you. It'd be like, here, this is all good stuff. I promise this will be worth your time. And I feel like JC's doing that with her new newsletter in a word. Awesome. So, yay. Very good. Very good stuff. Okay. Well, those are our awesomes of the week this week. Don't forget that every single Friday, we open up the floor now, both in our Sorta Awesome Hangout group and also on the show's Instagram account. This is a new feature that we've added finally after three years <laughs> of having the show be on Instagram. Now you can also, if you're more of an Instagram person than a Facebook person, you can go and share your awesome of the week on our Instagram account, which is that sort of awesome show. But if you're in our Hangout group, or if you'd like to be part of our Hangout community, 
You can share your awesome of the week every Friday with us and you can find us over at facebook.com slash groups slash sorta awesome hangout. All right, Emily, are you ready to talk goals and goal setting and resolutions and all of the things? I am ready. I thought this would be a good thing for us to do, not only because it's the start of the new school year, but you, little sister, have a big milestone birthday coming up this I month. Do. Absolutely. I turn 40. That's right. In just a few days, Emily will be rolling over the big 4-0. And, you know, I think this is a time that a lot of people kind of stop and assess life kind of stuff. Absolutely. So as we're starting off this new school year, I think it's a great time to check in whether your life is really connected to the school calendar, or maybe it totally isn't. I think it's a good time to check in. And also, P.S., if you have 40th birthday wishes for Emily, I will make sure to put a link to her Instagram in the show notes because she's got that big celebration coming up. You can drop by and give her a birthday greeting or give her your best advice for your 40s because listen, One thing I love about our awesome audience, our awesome community, is we have people all over the age range. I mean... Oh, yes. Absolutely. I know for sure there are people who are in their teens who might listen with their mom, whatever. They just got connected with Sorta Awesome somehow, all the way up to people in their 60s and even 70s who listen faithfully every week. So that just makes my heart so happy. I feel like that is just such a sign of good community when you are able to kind of draw in and connect with people all over the age spectrum. So oh, absolutely. Yes. So if any of you all have advice or well wishes for Emily for her 40th, I will make sure that you know where to find her for that. Okay. But so here we are. Let's check in. Let's get this school year started off right by talking about some of our goals. What would you say is one of your first goals that you really would like to tackle and really follow through on for the upcoming school year? Okay. So we have a couple of teachers. We have several teachers who listen and it's known even amongst women who are not teachers that we have really busy jobs. Mm-hmm. Whether we are ready or not, the kids are there. Yep. At 8.30 in the morning, it's time. Ready or not, not, here they come down the hallway. So something that I start out doing and then I kind of, as the year goes by, I kind of get a little lax. But this year, I'm going to make a point to get to school early, at least 30 minutes before I need to be there, just so I can settle in, set up my computer, go run and make copies, Make totally. coffee if I need to, you know? Yes. Like, yes. Just have some moments of quiet. Like I said, I usually start out the school year doing a really good job. Yeah. And then as the school year progresses, the problem is, is that I start staying up later. So I can't wake up earlier. So <laughs> that's yes. a big problem. That is going to require some self-discipline. I mean, honestly, it's the tale as old as time, yes, right? Like absolutely. by the end of the school year, that's how our family is. And obviously, I'm not a teacher, but our family by May, yes. I mean, people are rolling out of bed 10 minutes before absolutely. we have to roll out of the driveway. Absolutely. So, yes, I think that's very common for sure. Yes. But so this school year, you really want to focus in on making that get to school early habit, like really consistent for your routine. Consistently. Yes. Every day. Yeah. Get stuff done. I can remember when I was teaching a million years ago, 
I was usually one of the first people there because I just love that. I love a quiet hallway. Oh, absolutely. And just sort of easing into it. And you can, like you said, if you've got to run copies or do whatever, like there's no line at the copy machine. Right, right. There is usually on my hallway, there is just a little handful of us who like to get there super early. And, you know, we chit chat and I'm more of a morning person. So that kind of comes more naturally to me. Right. But I love an unhurried start to the day. Oh, absolutely. It makes the day better. I really think it makes the day go better. It does. It really does. Okay. So what are some ways, as we think about goals, I'm really actually kind of terrible at goals because I so often have like these lofty ideas, but I don't have anything like concrete to be like, this is how I'm going to make sure this goal gets done. Do you have ideas about like, how are you going to make this happen through the school year? Okay. I think probably, honestly, the biggest thing that I need to do is make sure that I go to bed at a decent time. Yes, for sure. For sure. You know, what I usually do is I'll come home and make dinner. One of the things that I love to do before I go to bed is I take a hot bath. Yes. I do that almost every night. Yeah. And it really calms me down. It's weird because a shower in the morning wakes me up and a bath at night calms me down. Nice. I like that. That's a good bookend on the day, I think. Yes, absolutely. So I feel like going to bed early, getting enough water, eating right. I feel like those are all things that are going to help me start out every day on a fresh note. I like that. I really do. That's so good. So good. All right. Well, I'll check in with you. Let's see, maybe around February ish. (laughs) I'm going to stick to it. I am going to stick to it. Well, my first thing that I want to accomplish this one is going to be a little bit, there's a little bit of backstory here. Okay. So, the goal that I want to accomplish throughout this school year ahead is I want to get really serious about practicing hospitality and having people come over for dinner and share meals, or even if it's not dinner, come over for coffee and dessert. Just having people in our home way more often than we have been doing. In fact, I have a concrete goal that I'm going to set, and I'll talk about that in just a minute. But here's the backstory. Confession time. I have been pretty bad at practicing what I preach. (laughs) We talk about hospitality and hosting people often here on Sort of Awesome. I mean, Laura, she's done couple of episodes about it. We had the amazing and vibrant and interesting Dini Rao, who has the YouTube channel Dini Vino. She came and talked about hospitality recently. This is one of those areas where I love the idea of it, but I kind of get tripped up with the practice of it. And I was thinking about this as we were preparing to do this episode. I think my hesitancy to actually like open the door and invite people in on a regular basis comes down to about 10 years ago, I had a conversation with a person that I know very well, the person that is very much part of our family life. And it was one of those moments in life that was actually a pretty painful, hurtful conversation. It wasn't Emily. Nobody thinks it was Emily. (laughs) Although we've had our fair share, right? (laughs) That would be really awkward if you were talking about me right now. And guess what, everyone? Was Emily? She's such a jerk. <laughs> no, but I know who you're talking about. Yes. So go ahead. <laughs> In this conversation, this person pointed out to me some things specifically about my housekeeping and lack of it that didn't 
match this person's idea of how home care and keeping should go. And I'm giving you the sanitized version, you guys, but it was a very, very deeply painful conversation because this is a person who is very close to our family life. So it wasn't like some drive-by offhanded comment. This is somebody that, you know, is pretty involved in our lives and somebody that I really, in life, you kind of sometimes have to trust your mess to people. Just times when you're just like, this is my mess. It may not be your house. It could be a, a personal issue or whatever. Like we all have messes in our lives. We most right. of the time try to keep them hidden, but sometimes mm-hmm. people are so interwoven in your life that you just eventually have to be like, this is my specific mess. Well, I mean, you're basically saying this is me. Yes, exactly. This is me in my wholeness, holistically. This is me. I do some things great. I do some things really terribly, but here's all of me. And so this person had pointed out something that had to do specifically with home stuff. And it was very painful because when you trust your mess to somebody, you kind of think like, well, I don't feel great about it, but I know I can trust them with this. And it felt like sort of a betrayal of trust in that way. Mm -hmm. This conversation did. And so it caused some hurt and some pain and some painful conversations. At the end of it, I, a long time ago, like sort of forgave the person in this conversation. I understood more about where this person was coming from and whatever. So even though I wasn't holding on to like bitterness towards that person, I had a deep wound specifically had to do with the way our home is kept. Right. That just really has it's been a long time and I really have never allowed it to heal. I feel like I think you still have anxiety about it. Like when I come visit you and I never care what your house looks like, (laughs) I am there to see the people in it. Yes. And you're always like, Oh, my house. And I'm like, please woman. It's fine. I mean, it's not like it's an insecurity that I hide. I mean, I talk about it all the time. Yes, you do. (laughs) But the fact of the matter is, That particular wound and that particular insecurity, it's really become a problem. It has really interrupted and really brought to a halt some of the things that are important to like our family values. When we talk about mental health issues, a great litmus test for if you need to seek treatment or get help for something is, is this thing interrupting your daily life? Is it interfering with your life? Like a lot of us might have some kind of compulsive tendencies that we do, whether it's checking the lock on the door or whatever. And most mental health professionals will be like, well, if it's not hurting anybody or yourself, and if it's not interfering with your daily life, it's fine. We all have our things. Right. And so this is kind of the same thing. Lots of people have homes that they wish were a little bit neater, but they still go on and do the things that they want to do. But I really recently, over the summer, really came to the conclusion that this is really interfering with a major family value of ours, which is to practice hospitality. And without going into the details of it, I will say that I had a like moment of clarity where I realized how much pain this was causing Kyle specifically, my husband, because he, as you know, Emily, he loves to cook for people. I mean, he cooks for our family a lot. He really does. But he really shines when he is cooking for people and like bringing people in and sharing the table is actually a huge value of his. It's almost like it's his love language to feed people. It really is. It really is. Like it brings him joy. It definitely does. And like I said, I had this moment of clarity where I realized, oh my gosh, my particular hurt and insecurity in this area, I'm like holding Kyle back from expressing one of his major talents and areas of enjoyment. Anyway, it's been a big revelation. 
all of this to say, one of my number one goals for the next school year is to practice hospitality more often. And since we've been doing zero of it for the most part, (laughs) it's going to be easy to do it more often. (laughs) My goal is that we will have people in our home, either for dinner or dessert or coffee even, at least twice a month. Oh, that's a good goal. So That's awesome. Yeah. So that gives us a little bit of leeway. We aren't going from zero to 60, but we're like, this is what we're going to do. And I'm going to take care of the scheduling of it because that is one thing. I don't know. I think I just do that part better than Kyle does. Kyle loves to be spontaneous. It'll be like Sunday afternoon and be like, who could we have over for dinner tonight? And I'm like, what? Like you mean in two hours? <laughs> I'm not ready. <laughs> I'm not ready. And other people, like not a lot of people these days are sort of able to or willing to be that spontaneous. Now, some people are. Right, My friend right. Vanessa and her family came down Sunday night. Literally, that just happened. We were sitting oh, on the deck after church just talking. And he's like, let's have somebody over for dinner. And I was like skimming through like, who would say yes? And so my friend Vanessa came to mind and she did say yes. Oh, and fun. I love yes. your friend Vanessa. She's such a sweetheart. She's amazing. And so she and her husband and kids came down. We had a great night. But anyway, to translate this into an actionable thing, my goal is at least twice a month, have people in our home so that we can really, you know, just share the table with people and connect over food and conversation. It's one of our favorite things to do. And I'm just going to get over myself. And just, I think it's one of those things too, where the more you do it, mm-hmm. and the more you let people in, the more you're like, okay, I can actually do this. And Absolutely. It's fine. Absolutely. You know, even if the floors are dirty or even if whatever, yeah. the windows all need a good washing. Oh, well, who cares? Yeah. Like you said, people don't actually really come to your house to most of the time right. to inspect, right. you know? And if they do notice various things about the house, like how the dog has scratched up the back door, she's a very <laughs> naughty dog. They may walk away being like, well, my house isn't perfect, but at least my back door isn't all scratched up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, that's true. Okay, so you guys feel free to hold my feet to the yep. fire and check in with me and see if we are doing this thing of having people in our home at least Twice a month. Okay, that's my first goal. What's next on your list? So the next one on my list is I think it's really going to be important because you know me, I have a tendency to overcommit to people. Yes. To events. Uh huh. Sometimes you when you tell me your schedule for the week, I'm like, I'm exhausted. Just to do that. No, I am department chair, and Mm -hmm. there are a lot of teachers in my department. Mm -hmm. I am over the fine arts and elective teachers. So there's about 15 of us, and I want to be the kind of leader. Yes. This is where like, I'm a walking contradiction because I want to be the kind of leader okay. who has the mindset of servant leadership. I feel like that is the best yes, way to lead totally. people is to serve them. And so I always want to be open and available to help people when they need help. Yes. But I will say that... It is easy to get in the habit of helping people when they haven't really necessarily planned very well. And I'm their savior. And I don't need to do that anymore. Well, okay. What I hear you saying, and I think this is such Mm -hmm. a universal thing that all of us need to do to assess what's going on in our own lives. There's a difference between helping people and rescuing people. Absolutely. And I think you're right that, you know, you're the kind of leader you do want to be in the trenches with the teachers that you teach alongside and you're the department chair over. But some of the stories you've shared and some of the situations that have come up 
it's like they know that you are in the trenches kind of leader, but so then they kind of don't fully do the work on their own. Right. Because they know that I'll be there. Yeah. They're just like, oh, yeah, Emily, Emily will come rescue me if I get into trouble with this. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. So that's a really hard boundary line to like, it is. And I have issues with boundaries. That is not something that I hide. I mean, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. I feel like this is a counseling session, but let's let's be honest. (laughs) Let's talk about that. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I think really the power of no is an important, it's one word, but it's very powerful. Yes. And you're saying to that person, I will not join your committee. I cannot review your project mm-hmm. because my needs that I have going on in my life right now take priority. And, yes. you know, I think that really goes back to the whole balance thing. Yes. I think part of me saying no is really going to help with my work-life balance. I mean, you know yes. the hours that I work, especially yes, in the spring. Yes, girl. Yes. In the spring, you are like barely home. I am home I mean, to sleep. Yeah. And yeah, that's you it. practically live at school. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Listen, Emily, I'm going to send you off with homework. Okay. You only have a few weeks before your school year gets started, but yes. I want you to, in the next few weeks, I want you to pick up the book Essentialism okay. by Greg McCowan. Okay. Now, I've mentioned it a few times on the show. It has revolutionized my life. Okay. It's not a brand new book by any means. It's been out for several years. But in Essentialism, Greg McCowan, the author, he talks about this very specific thing there's a whole chapter on it. He even gives you scripts for how to graciously say no. Wow, I need this. Yes, exactly. Okay. And he really, because the whole idea behind essentialism is that you pick what is essential in your life and you build out your life and your schedule and all of it around that Mm -hmm. very thing. Mm -hmm. And so kind of like part pep talk and part practical because he really helps you to buy into the idea that we have like one short precious life. All of us have limited amounts of time to accomplish what we are put on this planet to accomplish. So he really takes a big picture view on it. But then he's like, but so here's the reality is that people are going to resist that because they do want you to come in and rescue them. Right. Yeah. He talks about this specifically. A lot of his examples are in the business world context, but I promise you all it applies to life in general. So I'm telling you, Emily, before your school year starts, read Essentialism. It's like self-helpy. So it's not like, right. it's not a big, thick book. You can blow through it in a weekend probably. Okay. But you will be highlighting and starring and it will give you the actual words to say. Perfect. So that you're not like, dude, I got totally overcommitted again. Right. <laughs> I'm not going to let that happen this year. Yes. Yes. Okay. And I'll put a link in the show notes if any of y'all want to check that out too. But it's so important. I think everybody should read that book. Hey, awesomes. We all know that the right hire can make a huge impact on your business. That's why it's so important to find just the right awesome person. But where do you find them? You could try posting on job boards, but can you really be sure that the right person is going to see your job? Instead, you can find the person who will help you grow your business with LinkedIn. As the world's largest professional network, people go to LinkedIn every day to grow professionally and to discover job opportunities. 70% of the U.S. workforce is already there. LinkedIn Jobs matches people to your role based on more of who they really are, their skills, their interests, even how open they are to new opportunities. This way, your job gets seen by more of the right people. 
Most LinkedIn members haven't recently visited the top job boards, but nine out of 10 members are open to new opportunities. So you can only reach them on LinkedIn. That's why a new hire is made every 10 seconds using LinkedIn. And businesses rate LinkedIn 40% higher than job boards at delivering quality candidates. So hurry to linkedin.com slash awesome and get $50 off of your first job post. That's linkedin.com slash awesome to get $50 off of your first job post. LinkedIn.com slash awesome terms and conditions do apply. Thank you, LinkedIn. Okay, speaking of essentials and what you want to accomplish in life, oh my gosh, my second goal is something that has been on my goal list for at least the past two years, and it's still not happening. I need a breakthrough in this area. My second goal is I want to get serious about learning to speak Spanish. I'm loving it. Oh, I love the Spanish language. Yes, I know. You probably speak more of it than I do. I do. Sometimes when I'm talking to people, yes, I will just start talking to them Spanish and I yes. forget that they don't speak Spanish. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Living in Texas, I feel like you're in the environment where it's oh yes, it's a little bit more common yes. to hear that sort of code switching back and forth. Right. But I have wanted to learn a second language for years. I believe in and trust all of the studies that talk about how important it is to learn a second language mm-hmm. because it is so good for you cognitively. First of all, we'll talk about the cultural application in a minute, but like it is good for your brain oh, absolutely. cognitively to learn another language, no matter if you are a child or an older person like me. It helps with your memory. It helps with attention span. It can reduce the risk of age-related brain decline, like Alzheimer's and dementia and in these types of things. We all know that the studies show this. And so it's good for me as a person to pick up a second language. But also we live in a very diverse part of Oklahoma City and there are lots of opportunities to engage with people who are Spanish speakers. And one of the things that I would really like to start doing, this is, I'm not putting this on my official to-do list, but I want to have the capacity to interact with people more cross-culturally, especially being Catholic. There are a lot of Catholics in Oklahoma City who do speak Spanish. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, working alongside people in ministry or just whatever it comes up, I want to have that flexibility to be able to be like, yeah, I speak Spanish. And I think back to when I was in Lebanon, most Lebanese people speak three languages. Oh, like wow. this is not impossible, right. you guys. Right. Lots of people, lots of people on this planet speak more than one language. Yeah. And here I am still sputtering out on this goal of learning a second language. So here's the practical application. Kyle and I want to learn Spanish too. We had tried Duolingo, which is a good start, but we were like, we got to do something. We got to have a bigger investment in this to keep ourselves going. Mm-hmm. So we each purchased... For ourselves. So we have two different logins for this, but we got Rosetta Stone. Okay, good. Which is supposed to be a good one. We both started it in the middle of last school year and then we faded out. So So you know we are so hold do you it. know some basic Spanish then? Oh, I know basic okay. Spanish. I mean I took it in high school, I took it in college. Yeah. Again, working through Duolingo and, and getting started on Rosetta Stone, like we know some basics. Mm-hmm. I wanted to like really follow through on this. So we're gonna hold each other accountable. Kyle and I are to 30 minutes of language work five days a week. Okay. Now, are you doing it together or separately? No, separately. But just doing the work 30 minutes a day, five days a week to work through these lessons because Rosetta Stone is an investment. I think it was like $100 Mm -hmm. or something to Mm -hmm. get the program. And so we've put the money in. Now we need to put the time in. 
And you just have to show up and do it. Do it. So, And I can quiz you. You can quiz me. And that would be super helpful. Mm. And we have a ton of Spanish speakers in our lives who also can help us, but just kind of do it. So second goal for me this year, really get serious about learning Spanish. Perfect. Okay. What is next on your list? Okay. So this next goal is kind of related to my last one in that if I create some more boundaries, I'm going to have some free time. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I really want to read more. I want to read on a daily basis. Good. I'll tell you what, over Christmas break, spring break, summer, obviously, I read all the time. I love reading. I Mm -hmm, am mm -hmm. a huge fan of anything true crime. Yes. I mostly read nonfiction. Like my microphone stand is sitting on a book called The Sociopath Next Door. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that so mean? You know, this might be why you have a hard time going to sleep at night. I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) So I am going to make a point to read, even if it's just like, you know, like you said, 30 minutes of Spanish instruction a day, 30 minutes, 20, 30 minutes a night. I am going to do it. I love reading. And even though I mostly read nonfiction, it's also a really good escape from the daily life, you know? Yes, absolutely. It totally is. Totally. I think that's really good. So I have some books in my card on Amazon. And I'm just going to go ahead and pull mm-hmm. the trigger. That way I always have a book on my nightstand and I will yes. be ready to go. Good. Now, have you ever used Goodreads? No, I don't know what that is. Oh, goodness. Well, this might be a good help for okay. you this year. I don't know. I am familiar with it. I've never really fully used it, but lots, I mean, like millions of readers use oh. Goodreads for all kinds of things. It's a place where you can, like community-wise, a great place to find and read reviews or leave reviews on books. It's really community-based. Like, I mean, it's a whole thing, Emily. It is a whole culture in and of itself, Goodreads is. Okay. Interesting. People write really dynamic, interesting reviews, longer, more in-depth, more interesting than you're going to find on, say, Amazon, which I love Amazon reviews. Oh my gosh, yes. I will read Amazon reviews for like the most random (laughs) thing because I just love to hear what people I just love, I love products. Reviews on anything. Oh my goodness. Me too. I'm such a review yes. junkie. I'm so weird. But Goodreads gives you the flexibility of like, you can format your reviews, which you wouldn't think would make that big of a difference, but you like, you can bold and italicize. You can put GIFs into wow. your review. Like some people will do like, here's my GIF review of this book. And then when this happened, I was all, they put that's GIFs in funny. there. I love it. Yes. So that's why I said there's like more flexibility and more interest in the right. reviews there. So that's one aspect of it. But You can also use it to track your reading. So you can create your own to-be-read shelf there. You can keep track of the books that you have already read this year. So once you kind of get engaged with it and connect with it, it may be a good motivator to like to stay on track because you're like, I want to be able to mark this one as read in Goodreads. I want to be able to share my review on it. Now, is it it an app? There is an app to okay. it, yes. And it's also a standalone website. Okay. So, okay. so you could do it either on a web browser or through the app. Okay. For sure. You can share, like there's a whole social component to it. I mean, it's a whole thing. So oh. I think it might be worth checking out. Interesting. I use Goodreads to read reviews before I pick a new book. I use Goodreads a lot to read other people's reviews, but I don't keep track of my own reading there. I'm more of a pen and paper. I like to put in my bullet journal kind right, of thing right. to track reading. But lots and lots of people use it. So I'm sending you to Goodreads. 
just to have that extra like system in place to make sure that you're sticking with your goals. You can set reading goals. I mean, there's so much. You will have so much fun. You will go down the rabbit hole for sure once you start to click around and see what all they have to offer for readers. Awesome. I'm very excited about it. Okay. Well, my last goal for this upcoming school year is I want to document really well our lives in the school year ahead. So I have on my goal list, document well, because Emily... I didn't plan this out when we were having our children and they're spaced the way they are. You know, there's Mm -hmm. almost three years between the girls Mm -hmm. and then the girls were eight and five when the twins were born. But here we are in this upcoming school year. My oldest child, Daisy, is in her last year of middle school. My second child, AJ, is in her Mm -hmm. last year of elementary school. And the twins are in kindergarten, which that's right. not the last, but right. it's a milestone in and of itself. So last spring, mm-hmm. when we were doing all the end of the school year things, it hit me like, you will be, oh my gosh, this time next year, I'm going to be an emotional wreck because yeah. my kids are doing all of these lasts. So I'm like, actually for once in my life, <laughs> I'm being proactive and intentional and thinking ahead. Like this is a big it really school is. year in the life of our family because we're doing all of these lasts, like last middle school, right. this concert and last elementary, this field trip. And, you know, the twins, like with letters and reading and all of those things, this is a big milestone year. So I am notoriously awful, awful, awful about actually, number one, taking pictures. Mm-hmm. I always forget. My friend Catherine is the best about this. Whenever we're out together or doing something, she'll be like, here, let's take a picture. Here, I took a picture for you. One time, one year, one of the kids' birthday, I cannot remember who it was. She came after, at the end of the party. She was like, I know you didn't take a single picture. Don't worry. Oh, She's like, show me your camera. Well, oh. she'd taken like a dozen That's pictures awesome. or more. <laughs> <laughs> but Catherine cannot live with me every right. day in life right. as much as I would love for her to. And like follow me around and photo document our whole life. So I'm going to keep this really simple for myself. I'm going to just use Shutterfly, which I have used in the past. I know that there probably are a million choices out there and everyone has their favorites. Mm-hmm. I've used Shutterfly before. I know the Shutterfly like thing. And so every month I'm going to do a big photo drop off mm-hmm. into Shutterfly and start building the album as we go. So I'll have the August pictures in September and through the whole school year so that at the end of the year, we can create a photo book for our family this big milestone year. That's so good. For the year, yes. So I'm hopeful that by having it in mind from the outset, like this is a big year, I'm going to be intentional. I'm going to take pictures and capture, you know, the school assemblies and all of the things that happen throughout the school year. I'm going to have an intentional mindset from the start. So I'm not scrambling, you know, at the end right. of the year. And so it doesn't get to the end of the year. And I'm like, well, shoot. I don't have pictures you know, from a great year, this but I don't... and this and this. Right. Yes, right. Exactly. Exactly. So document well is my third thing. Like I said, I'm going to use Shutterfly. I'm sure there are other good ones out there. But sometimes for me, instead of like, because I can like distract myself and being like, oh, do all the research. Like, would this be better? Would this be better? With this, you can do this thing. But with this platform, you can do that. And I get so, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, get so burned out on doing the Locked research. That you don't make a decision. Yes, I don't make a decision. I don't follow through. Right. So I'm just like, nope. I'm going to make it really streamlined for myself and stick with something I know. Not fancy, Perfect. but I know it works. So, right. All right. So this is some good stuff. I feel good about these New Year's resolutions for this school year. I hope that you do too. This is going to be a great year. Oh, absolutely. 
and we're going to hold each other accountable. Yes, totally. We will hold each other accountable. You guys were opening ourselves up and saying, mm-hmm. please do mm-hmm. hold us accountable. Hopefully in our community, we can share. I would love to hear what you all are doing and thinking right now. If you are just checking in with your big 2018 goals, or if you're like us and you're like, let's just kind of hit the refresh button on the year now that the school year is starting and let's have some specific things for the school year. We would love to hear all about that, whether it is in Facebook on the Sort of Awesome Hangout group or over on Instagram. We would love to hear about what you have planned upcoming and if you have some specific ideas for how you're going to make it happen. Absolutely. That's the big thing, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So Emily, if people do want to find you, like I mentioned, you're on Instagram. Remind us of your Instagram. Okay. It's Emily34331. Okay. Over on Instagram, Emily is also in the Hangout group and is very active there. She's actually a moderator for our community, which is super helpful. So you can always tag her and have follow-up conversations with her. If you want to find me on social media, I'm at Sorta Awesome Meg. Don't forget that the show is over on Twitter at Sorta Awesome Pod. The group is the Sorta Awesome Hangout, but you can find us on Facebook at any time at facebook.com slash Sorta Awesome. So yay, new school year. Yay. Woo-hoo, here we go. That's right. School supplies and freshly sharpened pencils and unstained school uniforms that will last for like a week in my house (laughs) (laughs) and all of those things. So you guys, thank you so much for listening and we'll see y'all next time. Sorta Awesome was created and is hosted by me, Meg Teets. Sarah Robertson is our assistant producer and production collaboration comes from Kelly Gordon and Rebecca Hoffer. Kelly Gordon is our digital media producer and we are so thankful for the ongoing support from our listener supporters. Music is provided by the band Prager. You can find more of Prager's music at pragermusic.com. To find show notes on this and every episode of Sorta Awesome, and also to spread the Sorta Awesome love to all of your friends, you can head on over to sortaawesomeshow.com. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.